Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Behind the Bunker. It is Monday night. It is Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day to all of you listening and watching uh, in the Americas. Is it all the Americas or just, just America? Just the United States of America. Yeah, so so there you go. Hopefully you guys are enjoying your your weekend. It is uh, myself. My name is Todd Ansich, and with me tonight I have, uh, let's see who we have. We have... Um, no, we don't have Josh. We have Gavin Sharma. What, what was that? That was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I'm like, how oh, is it, Joe? Is it? No, it's uh, Gavin Sharma from Chairtech Industries. Um, I guess um, happy Memorial Day, I guess, is uh, the best way I can extend the, uh, the the greeting to you. Whether you are celebrating or holding space for uh, some fallen warriors, we, we certainly hope that you uh, you are enjoying that with uh, some some family and friends. Uh, thank you so much for including us in your Memorial Day. Um, we're grateful that you're here. 805-ish. Make sure you hit that like and share and tag a friend or three because that's important to us. And uh, let's drop in for a pretty good show. And we have Joe Kimson from Flaggarders Paintball. Hey, greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight to A Beautiful Behind the Bunker. It's Monday night. It is garbage night in Cambridge, Ontario. We are here to talk about paintball, food, and anything else that might rain down on our parade uh so without further ado let's get behind the bunker going did you say what number show this was i did not didn't um it was that hold on i'll do it off by heart it's 608 episode and 488 podcast there we go wow yeah nice to tell you guys uh in facebook right now it's going to be a slow night because you guys are celebrating memorial day but by all means hit that like and share uh we're also live on the Twitch, maybe not. Uh, not on Twitch, and we're... Yeah, I just turned Twitch off because we're hemorrhaging bandwidth right now. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, my name is Todd Ansich, as I mentioned already, but we do not have a Josh Zubizabrikis with us tonight, as well as we do not have a Matt the Crypt. Matt the Crypt, of course, is our producer, so if things are laggy or clunky or junky like the fact that you're still looking at joe while i'm talking <laughs> i apologize it's because i'm working his computer tonight so uh thank you guys for tuning in perhaps it'll be a more gooder show it might be betterish because i won't be talking i'll be clicking buttons so i have good news and bad news about josh zubis uh, all right lay it on us well the bad news is he's not here however i thought that was the good news the good news is he stopped in before the show <laughs> ah, hooray! Is it a can of sauerkraut? A, a glass mason it jar? It is a mason jar of kraut. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, it's a Christmas miracle. It is. It's a it's a Zubricus miracle. Now, here's the problem. I'm torn. I want to open it and eat it tonight and sample it, but I almost want to wait we'll for wait Josh to Josh be here. Gets back, so. I think we should wait. It'd be rude not to. This, this is step one. We are one step closer to kraut goodness, uh, but we can't enjoy that with a without our friend Josh here. That's true. And you know what? I'm going to turn it upside down so all the kraut goodness or juices flow into the top. And then uh, maybe what we'll, what we'll do? We'll wait till next week. But I do have bowls and forks here. If we if we get halfway through the show and we get a little peckish, we got a hankering for some kraut. <laughs> then we'll do it. People um, thought there'd be kraut goodness in 1937, <laughs> but look what that how that ended up. Uh, nice to see Archie Emmons here. He says, "Yo, Joe, I sent 200, 200 stars. Nice. nice. Uh, hello, Bonchick and uh, George Hay and Ryan McGee uh, and everyone George in there. George Hay, I haven't seen him. He, he is. is. He on, is he not, he's not in Facebook, though, is he? Uh, I think he is. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Our bandwidth is sucking ass tonight again. All right. Well, bye-bye. Bye-bye uh, who? Bye-bye Facebook. Facebook? Yeah, everything went. 
So hold on, we're still recording, we're so we're going to continue recording. go. It'll what is going on? on? We've been rogered again, my friend. I'm try I'm seeing if I can get us back online, but we're going to continue to uh, to record here, and uh, yeah, there we go. We'll continue to record, and this will go up. I will upload this to Facebook and to uh, YouTube as a video when we're done here tonight anyway, so everything will work and all the visuals will be super. All right, well, let's move on here then. Uh, what else do I have? Stuff, Todd. You have paintball stuff. I'm making sure we're still recording. And if you saw me giving you the finger to the monitor, that's uh, just me getting upset with it. But no, that was directly to you. <laughs> if you're watching this in rewind and you've seen that middle finger fly up, that's to you, my friend. Yeah. Do you remember when Remember we had, we were in previous years, years ago, we were having bandwidth issues. So we um, got everybody that watches and listens to the show to tag Rogers. If you go to um, Facebook at Rogers, R-O-G-E-R-S, tag them that behind the bunkers show every Monday night on Facebook lags because of poor bandwidth. And enough of you people email and tag behind the bunkers. You people. You folks. <laughs> oh, all y'all. All y'all. There you go. I was explaining. Well, I'll, I'll touch on that in a minute. But um, if if you if you if if you all will go on and 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 tag Rogers and tag behind the bunker that their bandwidth, your bandwidth that they're providing is 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 wretched. Um, like sauerkraut, not zubies though. Um, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get some attention. So if we have enough people tagging Rogers. Um, out there in podcast and Facebook, unfortunately not so live world, that would be a fantastic assistance. Are we live still on uh, the tube? Uh, we're, uh, the chat's going, so I'm just wondering if we're still bro if we're broadcasting. We're, so there. it shows that I'm still broadcasting somewhere, so it looks like we're somewhere. Oh, I right. just I'm trying to find it right now, and I'm not I'm not seeing it, but it's somewhere. So if you're if you're seeing chats coming, maybe that's why it's still there. That's fine. But I'll go back to my other story. Will you try to figure this out? It, um, two weeks ago, we had the show, and then we had the explanation. Was it was from Bond Chick, I believe. Correct. And, and she, because we we on occasion, because we're trying to, you know, we say y'all. So if I'm addressing uh, two people, I say y'all. Yeah. If I'm addressing. Uh, three or more people, I say, all y'all. And I was um, explaining that to some of my coworkers because I walked in the other day and I said, hello, y'all. And they looked at me and, and, and I sort of explained what we were doing on the podcast. And then they said, you do a podcast? And I said, yes, we've done like 600 episodes. And they said, 600 episodes. And then they look at me like, wow, this is craziness. But anyway, I explained and I've not I've explained that all you all and y'all to several different um, groups of people recently. So I thank Bond Chick for her explanation and you know helping us with our grassroots use of the American vocabulary. Well, embracing the vernacular. Yeah, we absolutely. are we are yeah. embracing the vernacular. And what I would really like to embrace with my all you alling and my alling um, is some hush puppies. So. If we could get a good old hush puppy recipe and an easy way to make um, hush puppies. I'll, last time, I'll have to see what food truck offers it because Wavemaker the other day had or hush, had oh, a, on their patio supposed. had a, some sort of southern truck and then they had a I would like, hush really like to. I would really like to try some hush puppies. So if I'm, somebody has a hush puppy 
If anyone, all you all out there, recipe. all y'all out there has an uh, easy hush puppy recipe. Could I fry fry some oil on my Blackstone and make hush puppies, or do I need something special? I reckon that's probably safest. I reckon yada. I reckon uh, yada. So yeah. there you go. So there you go. We are live on Twitch. Everything else is oh dear God, down make right Brian now. Mickey happy right now. <laughs> well, we have SAS Rickroll in there right now, so we are good. I don't even know what Twitch is, other yeah. than I did it before when I got bit by a snake. <laughs> All right, so we're All gonna right. we're gonna move on here, ladies and gentlemen. So let's have a look here. Um, I'll go to this computer. So don't forget, if you guys haven't checked out Paintball.media, their online magazine is now up. You guys can go check it out. Uh, what do you think of this? I am not necessarily a fan of aftermarket anodizing. I, I do like some of the original colors that the guns come out with, but I love this. I love the rust look, the the, the patine on it. I don't. I'm not a. I, I assume that is part of my ignorance, but I'm assuming that's a Star Star Wars thing. I think it is a Star Wars thing. Um, and I, and I, I apologize. I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I do love the rust on there. Um, as Gavin would say, very steampunkish. I, I, I would was definitely say, say that. steampunkish. <laughs> you took and the you'd words still, right. be, you'd you, still be wrong, Joe. You took yeah. the words out of my mouth, put them in Gavin's mouth, <laughs> and said it. And sullied my breast. <laughs> sullied my breath. You just whatever. But it looks pretty good. I agree. Um, this is a team photo of the the horn section they were playing this weekend. They sent in a video, which we'll play in a little while, uh, probably in and around the reeds time. So we'll get to that shortly. And, uh, Joe, you sent this in. This is uh, a less than dignified pair of Crocs. It's got little pockets on it. It's like a Croc. It's got a fanny pouch on it. Pretty (laughs) great. A fanny pack. Um, Yeah, maybe put in the the Facebook uh, chat there that we are on Twitch right now. I can do that. Yeah. Um, Also, this was sent in from John Jones. He was somewhere... And if you look at the sandwiches, oh, uh, my condolences, John. But yeah. uh, that looks delicious. Although he does, he did say funeral sandwiches, sad but tasty. <laughs> did you whisper when you ate? Oh, these are so good. And look at one is uh, definitely now. I don't know about this. It's served on a paper plate, which is proper. Sure, potato chips, yes. Um, but I see baklava or something on the top there, and then I see is, it Greek? is that roast beef. I see roast beef, but look at the egg salad has red onions in it. That's not right. Yeah, it is. No, you can't have red onions in that. Maybe white, maybe, but egg salad doesn't have onions. Celery, I'll give you celery, and maybe a little paprika. But uh, and then I don't know what this roast or it's tuna, but what's in it? Pickles. I like pickles, but again, I I don't know. John Jones, I I, I think you. You're butchering our funeral sandwiches. But I do appreciate a funeral that has uh, <laughs> beer yes. served with yes, the that's, sandwiches. That's, that's true. fantastic. That's true. I think the the, the uh, funeral was at a pub. Well, the Catholic Women's League is expanding quite a bit. <laughs> There's some catering in pubs as I well. I think ultimately yeah. you have to thank John Jones for thinking of us, whether you agree with some of the ingredients in the sandwich and, and the presentation, Todd. I think we have to thank John Jones um, for, for sharing with us the art of of the funeral sandwich and that would make really quite a good coffee table book I agree the art of the funeral <laughs> of the but in his moment of grief who did you think of people who make him miserable yes and so thank you so much John Jones for sending that photo along but I think the uh, f- the coffee table book of the funeral sandwiches should be in the shape of a triangle Yes, that's true. And each set, each chapter is its own little triangle. Now, will the spine be cut off? 
I don't have John Jones as a friend on Facebook, so I can't um, tag him. So I'll have to work on that one. Um, full to gap, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Coming up November 3rd to 5th. Make sure you guys get signed up. That's happening at Command War Game Center. If you guys uh, don't know what we're talking about, do a Google search for full to gap. And uh, so go to full to gap.com and you can uh, get signed up for that game. That is something that you want to look forward to this fall. Um, I think that's all that I had for visuals for tonight. I'm not going to go too crazy because, again, I'm not sure where people are seeing us right now or if they're going to see us. Uh, hopefully, we can get this up in Rewind. Uh, tonight, we have uh, a couple things. We have a video from Joe from, from the vault, and uh, we have something that uh, the horn section sent in. So why don't we do that? Why don't we go right to Joe's vault, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault where we go back in history, back in the early days of paintball. And I show you something that's kind of old, something that's kind of cool, and something you may never have seen before. Today is no different. Many of us in the day, early days of paintball, when we went from 12 gram to CO2 bottles to HPA, we've often traveled and unscrewed the regulator, and we've wondered how we can clean it out. This is something I've had for a long time in my vault. It's my very own tap. It says, warning, cutting tools may shatter. Eye protection should be warm. So this is a tap that we have used many times to screw into the top of the tank to just clean up the threads a bit, maybe enhance them, modify them, trick them out a bit, but never force it in. It only goes in nice and easily. But this tap we've used on many tanks just to clean them up so we can put in a fresh valve so we're ready to go. Not everything from the vault is super old, super cool or paintball related. This is a non-paintball item that is the same thread that is used on constant air tanks and CO2 tanks. It's pretty fantastic. Um, we've used it many times and it's part of my arsenal or I guess my vault of treasured items. Anyway, thanks for tuning in and watching this week's segment of From the Vault, where we go back in time, back in the early days of paintball, and I'll show you something cool. Until next week, see you soon. Pew, pew. All right, there we go. Thank you, Joe, for the From the Vault segment. Why does someone need a tool like that? Um, if, you if you take your... Um the regulator out of your HPA tank. It's nice. It's nice to put the tap in just to clean out the clean the threads, threads. out. Um, you know, sometimes you could use a little a little wire brush, but you don't want any crap inside your tank. So at least at least the t the tap will take any burrs out of the tank, um, and the threads make it you know easier for your valve to go in and out. And then you just shake out your tank or give it a little blowout with some air, and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm just uh, in the middle of send put it, putting a post up on behind the bunker and tagging Rogers in it. So, are you <laughs> excellent? Yes, I'm not a happy camper right now. Well, tag no, Rogers. Everybody a, should tag Rogers. Yeah, it's been yeah. a few weeks of uh, being Rogers. So it has, as well as Facebook's being a bit of a bit of a guy. Because right now, uh, Twitch seems to be doing well, and we lost uh, Facebook, unfortunately, or uh, YouTube as well. So we'll we'll try YouTube again, but I don't know. It's not going to happen. All right. Well, let's move on. So tonight we have uh, a, a topic at hand, and that is uh, what is your most controversial topic that you'd like to talk about in paintball? And uh, boy, did you hit us up with a few. Maybe, Gavin, I'll let you and uh, you and Joe start. All right. 
Uh, the first one comes to us from Philip Thomas, John Marshall. And his question for the most controversial, or his answer to the most controversial, is a question. And he says, have you ever been hit by a monster ball? That is controversial, my friend. You're shooting marbles at each other. Uh, Tommy Tuamwala says, Mag fun us fun. Gamacore shut or sure can squeeze through brittle paint, but mags will destroy quality paint, forcing people to use monster balls. Not quite sure what that is, but thank you, Tommy Tuamwala. And to controversial, ta- Terry Lee says, Sandana and Hormesis. Big bucks for pieces of cloth. Um... Yes. <laughs> but you talked about our uh, Hormesis setup uh, at World Cup, right? Was it World Cup? No. It was uh, the Texas Open. At Texas. They had a hell of a setup. I, I don't... I don't... I don't get it. Like, I, I get that Hormesis stuff looks cool and it's it's great. I just don't see the allure of it. Um, I remember Monkey with a Gun. Maddie Marshall had his little company and... You know, there was other offshoots that had had headbands and stuff like that. I just, I don't know. I don't get it. Now, maybe it's maybe it's over my head. Maybe you guys can explain. Uh, yes. <laughs> Did not mean that. But you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's cool. I just don't know. Like, and I'll give you an example. We're going to be talking about price, uh, prices right shortly. And I put a, uh, Matt, sorry, gave me a Hormesis product. And I guess... But I don't know that I would spend the money on that. But again, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably digging myself a hole. Everyone to probably e- to loves. To each his own. Oh, email. No longer interested in sponsorship. Sign the Hermesis team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. Uh, it would have meant we would have had to have uh, incense burning in the studio. <laughs> that, <laughs> may, that may make Rogers work then. And uh, we all have to be uh, drinking kombucha. Oh. I'm sure that will upset my stomach. <laughs> More than the kraut will. Yeah. All right. Nice to see uh, you guys logging in on Twitch. Uh, unfortunately, that's all that we are able to broadcast on. Thanks to Rogers and uh, thanks to Facebook. So. Mark Zuckerberg, maybe t- in 10 years after his project was submitted, he should get a failing grade for not being able to live up to what he promised. Is he still attached to, uh, uh, I think to, so, to Meta? Yeah. He's, still a, he's still a guy. Um, but let's move on to the questions. Uh, Bonchick, refs can be wrong. So that's they can, but the thing is, they will never reverse a decision. They they sh- and they shouldn't, right? Like, if a re- ref's human, if they make a mistake, whether it's on tournament speedball where people are competing or whether it's on the rental field, the only thing a ref ref can do at some point is just say, "Sorry, this is what I saw. This is how I reacted. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But this, I'm only human. This is this is what it is." And most people should. I mean, it's upsetting, if especially if it if you lose a tournament because of it. But I don't know. I mean, how else do you ref a game without it's referees? Like you, it's not right? like you can pause and get everyone to go back in their spots and yeah, then do it over t- again. It's, right? it's Gavin, you ref for a number of years. Yeah. You, did you ever go out to screw a team? Never. Right? <laughs> Never. And I think that's a misconception. Like, I, I'm sorry if you think that. And maybe, maybe it's happened to you. And I, maybe I'm being naive, but... I, I've never once known an, 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 a ref to be. I I will I will admit that I know refs were singling me out and some of my teammates out, not because they were out to get us, but because we were pulling shit and they knew it and they were trying to call us on it. Yeah. So that at that point, that's when you're when you're playing against the refs, you sort of wipe it off and go, okay, I, I'm I'm not going to play that anymore, and you 
you, you know. But, I, I uh, think we talked about that. That's one of the reasons. Well, the main reason why I walked away from uh, from refing was uh, the treatment by both fans and and, and players. Uh, for me, I love the game, and I just loved uh, you know I love being a, a part of it and and, uh, and and supporting the league. Uh, but then when you had sort of undisciplined teams and, and spectators who, you know, not only you're receiving the verbal abuse and physical abuse of being overshot uh, and then going home and then reading back then on the chat forums, right, just about how crap you are. And like, it's not worth it to drive all across uh, all across the province and uh, in some shit little towns and uh, eat, like I said, eating Lunchables at yeah, a gas station. It's just like it wasn't worth it for me to leave my, my young a young person at home to uh, you know to take that type type of abuse. I think things have been cleaned up a little bit more, uh, and there's far more discipline with teams. But at the end of the day, I didn't know other than you know seeing the jerseys on the teams. I, I had no idea who the players were. I didn't care who won or lost. I was just interested in in a, in in, a, in in doing the best job I could in the position I was in. Uh, and you know when you talked about bias, it wasn't bias, but I treated people with respect, and I, I expected the same in return. And if somebody was a jackass to me, you know. Then you're gonna get it, you're gonna get it back in terms of yeah. re- reciprocity. And, and the worst is, and I'm not pointing any fingers, but if you have a coach who's a piece of work or a, let's call him a jackass, and he he's riding the refs as part of his job, you, you, that causes your team to get looked at a little bit closer because I think. You, you know what I mean, like because now the refs have to make sure they're doing their job because more so than they had to do before. And they're watching you like a hawk because they have to make sure that everybody is is on the up and up. So, like, don't get on the bad side of a ref. I mean, I've had bad ref calls. It happens. Absolutely. But I'm also super polite to the refs on the field because I also <laughs> I know how crappy of a job it is sometimes to be out there getting shot in the kidney when you're not expecting it because you're in there doing a paint check on somebody, right? Well, I think about it like as a player out there for a point or two right and you're pulled off and you're you're, you're ammoing up and you're cleaning up and you, you got to breathe there the refs are there the entire game right masks on they're getting shot point after point uh it's an unforgiving job and, and it's you know anybody who extends any bit of courtesy to, to people who are helping support uh the tournament scene um it takes nothing to be kind even if you you know you got screwed uh you can suck it up and just wait for the next point right it's just it's you know human error happens and then you have to extend some forgiveness to it and don't get me wrong there are some crappy refs out there but then you address that with either the ultimate or the the tournament organizer as well about you know we've had consistent issues with this and then if you if you you know not so much logic complaints which is concerns uh and other people are doing that too then they can address that one yeah you are spending money as a team owner or as a player to be there so you want the best quality you can be there uh be but again, you know, blaming a ref uh, for, for your crappy play, it's yeah. not going to take you far. Yeah. But here's the thing. You get a bad ref. Like, let's say Gavin's your ref. He's on the field and you're complaining about him specifically. He's on one side of the field. Absolutely. So you get him for that point, And then after that, he's the other team's problem, right? So much like speedball has that mirror effect where you have the same field on both sides. Same thing happens with the ref. And I'm not... Like, again, I, I'm not trying to take the ref's side because there are some terrible refs that shouldn't be refing. But again, the other team has them too for the same what, amount of time that what, you are. What you're bringing up is the consistency, right? So yeah. you get a, you get a you get a crappy ref or a weak ref. Uh, you know that either you're going to receive, you're going to be in the receiving end and the other team is going to be on the receiving end too. So uh, that's it. That's all, right? So that's just the nature of the game. That's the nature of the game. It's the third team on the, on the field. Um, so, you know, play with them versus playing against them. Yeah. We, we encouraged our refs, even rec, in re, recreational paintball in particular, not 
not to show any biases or be too friendly with any of the regular players or the members because, you know, if they're seen coming out and high-fiving the players and, you know, hanging out with them and doing body checks or whatever, um, and they make a call on the opponent, it, it's it's immediately perceived as a, as a bias or, or favoritism. And, you know, that, that kind of um, display goes a long long way on a negative you know social media post yeah. or something like that so just to you know save save yourself as the field operator or the the scenario game operator whatever a hassle just have your refs go out do their thing i guess you, you really you know you have to think you know do a, a poker face you know for sure like calling each other, like uh, even if you know the person with the name on the back, it's still player, right? You don't address them by their name. It's just player. Uh, and I remember, you know, yeah, I remember being in hotels and then running into teams at the bar, you know, the evening before, and you you, you don't fraternize either, right? Uh, you, you sort of cheer somebody and then you move on, right? Because you don't want to give the illusion of bias. Yeah. And and just like just like a word of a bad ref spreads, the referees know who the problem players are as well so if you start causing a problem they're going to get on the radio or they're going to talk to their the ref buddies and they're going to be watching you not specifically to alienate you but just to just to watch you make sure that you're you know they're 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 on their their best behavior and they're making sure that you're playing clean all that sort of stuff um yeah i mean i've i've <laughs> yeah i mean i've had referees that call them good bad or other words but I, I i had them come up to me in the middle of a point and coach me <laughs> and they shouldn't have yeah right and it, whatever it, it is what it is i mean yeah that that definitely was unacceptable but you can't you, whatever doesn't matter yeah moving on to another contribution from nicholas uh, Bivens. he says mac dev doesn't do well yet companies have stole their ideas and designs so that is controversial to him uh, Jason Diff says he heard BTB Tiger Stripe hoodies are being released this summer. Can you confirm? That's pretty <laughs> controversial. Um, there is one for sale. It's on each eBay, and the person's name, if I can find it, was uh, Bond something? Bond Chick, She's maybe? selling it? Maybe called Boond? Jane Boond. Yeah. Or is it Jean? Yeah. Jean Boond. Randy Barlow has another controversial idea. He says that all paintball guns have the same amount of accuracy. I don't know about that. Sorry, read read that verbatim again. All paintball guns have the same amount of accuracy. Bullshit. That is controversial to Todd. Okay, let's take every paintball gun that's out there and put on the exact same barrel, shoot the exact same paint. You, you couldn't still be so far from the truth. Like, there are guns out there that shoot spectacularly. There are guns that every time you shoot, it nearly vibrates out of your hand. Like, they're, they're, I would say take an M170R from Planet Eclipse or the new one. Uh, EMF 100. Yeah. And put it's that up against, put that up against a, a yeah. spider. Right. Okay, I'm just trying to think of two different sides of the uh, of the realm, or a Model 98, or even an A5 for that. There are good guns, the A5s, but they do not shoot anywhere near what some of these other guns do. Right, so y- you get what you pay for. You get what you get. You don't get upset. <laughs> That's right, but you get what you pay for. Right, like Correct. a beginner gun will not compete with, you know, 
a CS too, right? Like a, a Lux, like none of the none of these high end guns. So give me a break. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's controversial I, and, and I, it's irritating for Todd. I would love there to be a a, a a rank system, a stack rank system, where we could take a hundred guns. Right and and shoot them at the range and rank them and then give an unbiased opinion on same paint same day same target same range, same air, <laughs> same everything, and just give them a stack rank. Right, um, oh, Jesus Christ! I was gonna say we can even use we can even shoot them blindfolded so we don't know what we're <laughs> shooting <laughs> or who you're shooting. <laughs> That's turned around a little Timmy's birthday party. But I would really even go one time. step further and say like. Put them in like a gun vice, sight them up, make sure they're hitting the target, lock them in, and then do do a couple rounds and do it like an honest. I I I, I don't know if anyone would believe you because I think everyone would be skewed. But uh, but I think if you if you did something like that and you did it on the same day, same weather, same paint, if the guns were chronographed with the paint at you know two sixty two seventy because they perform best. I'm not sure what a EMF one hundred. Shoots best at chronograph, but at a, you know 270 feet per second, which is a reasonable velocity for recreational paintball. You don't need to be shooting any faster. Yeah. I think it would be an interesting, interesting comparison to take everything and just try it and just put it in a gun vice so it's consistent. Like lock it in, chronograph them, make sure they're working. Yeah, fire off a couple shots. You could use the same hopper for that matter on most. Most every paintball gun, you'd have to because that way, if any gun reacts to any sort of blowback or has any sort of breach issue, then you you can't argue it. Um, SAS Rickroll in the live chat says, uh, "Have you guys seen the new SAR X from Karmatech?" We saw. I saw pictures because they had that yeah. game, the Magfed game, wherever it was. Where was it? Poland. No, it wasn't in Poland. It was in New York <laughs> State. What yeah. was it called? I forget. Someone will. Someone will say something. Yeah. Um, um, zero hour. Zero hour. Yeah. He says, uh, I has provided pictures, LOL. I actually got to hold it and sight down on it at zero hour. The thing is lighter than the EMF, if that's possible. Um, I, to be honest with you, I, I haven't shot it, but I do like me my EMF. It's low pressure. It's. I shot an EMF. We all uh, did. It was unbelievable. Oh, 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 unbelievable. <laughs> is that the song you yeah. It is. But I haven't shot it at SAS, so I, I don't know. But uh, I I like I like my guns small and light, and I know that I'm a space, bun, space gun guy, but I love the EMF, and I like the M180, you know, or the, uh, I keep calling it the M, but I like my M170R. So I, I, like, I like a lighter speedball gun. I know Joe likes to carry more of a tactical, but even still, like, you're not... You're not full on heavy. What are you shooting? What was your last gun that you were you were you were dealing with? I T uh, TMC or um, yeah. my Defender, but I do have a I do have a, a body and a grip for an EMF one hundred. Sure, do have I, a body. Once, once we get, I do. Thank you very much for my age. As he's flexing his pecs. for my for my age, I'm in pretty fine shape. Give me a break. See what you look like in 10 more years, Skippy. See, see Joe and Fubar now on Netflix. <laughs> Although he still looks pretty good, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's like 71 or yeah, something years old. He That's is. IMDB him right now. Um, and SAS Rickroll in the live chat is your friendly neighborhood, Ryan McGee. So, 
All right. Uh, let me see. I had a couple. Bobby Dow. Born in 1947. Who, you? <laughs> Not me. Oh, I thought you were still defending well, well, yourself. <laughs> he was born in 1947. Like, come on. Like, give him a break. I'm not. I, I said he looked good. Okay. Bobby Doust um, say, says, uh, what loop is years the right loop for you? I'm not comparing him to you. <laughs> well, no, I just said, no, not in general. I'm not 76 years old. I almost am. I feel like it. But anyway. Uh, Bobby Doust, what lube is the right lube for you? I guess whatever feels good, I guess. Uh, Frank La Bozetta says, first strike rounds is the most controversial thing. Uh, Charles uh, responded back. He says, I have yet to run across a first strike only game. Um, Keep running. A first strike only game would be fine if everyone was shooting first strikes. I don't reckon. Yeah. I I think if I personally was playing that game, I'd play a little bit different. I wouldn't do any sort of CQB stuff, I'd, but I'd, I certainly I'd, would. I would hide in my car. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I don't care who you are. Uh, first strike's whizzing through the air. The pucker factor's number I'd, 10. I, yeah. I, I'd hide in, my, I'd yeah. Just, yeah. I, I, hide in my car. Good for you guys that play it position. and that enjoy it. Good for you guys. Um, I guess it's just not, not my bag. Uh, Stephen Birchfield or says, uh, what's your favorite summertime gear to stay cool while playing? Oh, just a question, not controversial. Uh, I guess that's just a question, but we're 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 shooting the shit anyways. Let's talk about it. Favorite summertime gear to stay cool while playing: t-shirt and a jersey. I have you know, to something have a, light. a compression shirt underneath for moisture wicking. Ah, wicking, mm. wicking. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, my darn tough wool socks keep my feet comfortable in all climates, hot, cold, or whatever. It seems wrong that you're wearing wool socks to stay cool, but I guess that's they, what it is. I'm darn toughing right now. I know it just Me doesn't too. sound right, I, right? So. Are you darn toughing? I am darn toughing. <laughs> darn tootin'. He's I darn tough. I'm wearing them. I wear wool socks at work all day, and it's like hot shit out. Yeah. So Ryan McGee says it's been proven in tests. That first strike rounds have less impact force than graffiti. Okay. Maybe it's a lighter ball or a lighter thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not going to confirm nor deny that because I don't know any better. Um, I'm not a scientist. If, if, the, if, if graffiti is being shot at 280 feet per second and a first strike round is being shot at 280 feet per second out of the same paintball marker and the graffiti ball weighs more than the first strike round, then the impact from the graffiti ball would be more because it is heavier. Yeah. Whether they both break or not is a different story. It depends on the frangibility, frangibility, <laughs> maybe. frangibility of the first strike round versus the frangibility of the spherical graffiti round. But a graffiti round is heavier is a heavier ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ryan McGee. D. Hardy says sleeveless and camelback. So there's been real hot days where I'll put, like, I will always play with elbow pads, but I'll play with elbow pads and a T-shirt. Yep. Um, and that that would be the end of it if it was just that hot of a day, but I, you still need knee pads and you still need elbow pads as far as I'm as far as I'm concerned. Um, especially if you're snap shooting with somebody and you don't have elbow pads, you don't you're just getting it right on the forearm there. So, um, yeah, um, I had a couple more on my sheet. I have a bunch. Joe, do you? Yep. Yep. 
Um, let's, I just was making a post. Sleeveless in Seattle. Um, who makes the best paint? Dan Donahoe. Who makes the best paint? Then Tommy Tulamala says, Dan Donahoe, do you mean mag-fed paint or tagging paint? I think, I don't think it matters. I think the um, round ball paint is what we're talking about, really. Yeah. Um, do you mean winter ball, summer ball, fall ball? Because there's differences. In- <laughs> Dr. Seuss, balls on the wall. Um, do you like my balls? No, I do not. I've had really good paint, and I've heard people not like that brand. Uh, I think it's a matter of where the factory is, how fresh it was, how the how the how it was delivered. Who, like, you can have one brand of paint, good and bad, depends on a lot of factors. I, I don't know who. It, it's kind. It's kind of interesting. We going back to to the days when we were running a field because we had zoning and everything, but we don't right now, as you may or may not know. But anyway, it, it, it was kind of interesting. You, we would have a particular brand of paint. Um, for example, GI Two Star is the same paint as Draxus Bronze, which is the same paint as. What else, Todd? Um, I forget right now. There had like there was there were six or seven comparable comparable brands. brands, comparable balls that came off the same line, and it just went into a different box. So, and you would have people, you would have people going, "Oh, I like that paint better," and it it was the same ball, but in a different package. Yeah. So it it's it it goes back to the brand preferences. Yeah. Um but then 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 you could you could conceivably with a paintball you could get a bad batch. It is like anything. You could buy a head of lettuce a hundred heads tree. of lettuce and all of a sudden you get a bad head of lettuce. Lettuce. It doesn't mean every head of lettuce is bad. You just got a bad head of lettuce. These they're making paintballs in, you know, laboratory. Um, they're using food grade products, so food quality grade products. So eventually, there may be some glitch in the system, and you will get a bad yeah. batch of paint. And it's not. It doesn't mean the entire company sucks ass and their paint is shit. They just made a bad batch. Not not You're sweary tonight. I am not. Everybody is on. Everybody the show tonight. is, but it's because <laughs> of face because of Rogers. Yeah. But they didn't make. You, you think that the paint company doesn't make just crappy paint? Yeah. They try to make the best paint they can. But it's like you get people that swear by Dodge or swear by Chevy or swear by whatever. But on a Friday afternoon, they can still put out a piece of crap, right? So uh, it's just objectionable. Um, Nice to see Dan and Hardy in the chat. Also, George Hay says uh, he wears just leggings and Crocs on hot days. Ah, <laughs> nice. That's amazing. That's yeah. an image I can't shake. Could you imagine the sweat dripping down his jeggings and pooling into his Crocs? No, there's no pooling. It's, it's full of holes. Oh, <laughs> it oh, whisks guys, away. I, yeah, yeah. Give me a head and Dan and Hardy says GI5 star ultra evil equals fine head of lettuce. <laughs> and and five star and ultra evil are essentially made in the same factory on the same line and put into different boxes. Yeah. 
it's it's like premium premium gold rp sheer back in the day it was the same different paint just in different boxes yeah. hey for those of you guys that are watching oh. right now in the live twitch is it me or does the picture on twitch look way better than on facebook or youtube and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, maybe it's just because I'm wearing my glasses and looking at a monitor very closely, <laughs> but I'm, I swear it looks really good. Let me know and, and if the sound is okay too. Uh, yeah, SAS says the video looks better and, and uh, Dan Hardy says way better. I don't know why. I don't know, but it's just making me twitch. Because <laughs> we are only broadcasting on one platform. And you know what? They're also... Uh, not as lag behind like on Facebook it's like a 20 or 30 second delay they're literally like when I asked that question within moments it popped up right away so Twitch is definitely more I know our sensors were going bananas when I was swearing and stuff and bleeping everything out Um, Ryan McGee said who is incidentally a top fan here said vigilante justice should or shouldn't be applied to jerk ass players <laughs> who load things like rubber balls, pepper balls, and plastic first strikes into their markers at games. It sh- they should not. Yeah. Well, any they of that should or shouldn't. Be. Any oh, of, that's a question. Any of that shit sh- is on on like on shouldn't be tolerated at all. I, I think. And it, if you if you as a vigilante or another player on the field can stop it, then I would say do it. You know, I would say. If a guy's putting marbles in his hopper, that's one thing. But if he overshoots a guy, that's another thing. I'm not saying put your hands on anybody, but if someone's doing something really bad, but well, you know things like uh, things like um, pepper, I th- pepper balls. I mean, that's assault. I, yeah, right. I, that's I, think, I agreed with Gavin. I think if someone's got a, a a marble or a pepper ball in their marker, I think it warrants calling the authorities. I, agree. I think they're they're stepping. Yeah. You know, they're putting players safety and they're putting the nature and the good really? name of the good name of paintball um on on the line i think i think something like that should ryan mcgee says that happened at zero hour somebody loaded rubber rounds and pepper balls into their markers well, then they that, should, that pisses that, me that, off that's I, I think that's like depending on the country i would imagine it's the same in the states as here in canada that's an assault Right, so people join this game uh, with the understanding there's going to be safety. Everybody agrees to these rules in terms of what projectiles are going to be shot. Uh, so you've consented to you've consented to those projectiles. If somebody takes it upon themselves to do something above and beyond that, or you know, outside of that, then I think that warrants uh, not only lifetime bans of all fields, but I think criminal charges. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, um, I think it's just yeah. Uh, let's not get into it because I no. hope it doesn't encourage anyone else to do it. Um, want to tell you guys about our good friends over Planet Eclipse. From the point man to podium, Planet Eclipse performance paintball hardware and gear is designed, manufactured, and perfected to operate when the pressure pressure is on or when there is no pressure at all. Get Planet Eclipse and perform. E.g., the Smoke Grenade Company has been providing the players, the playmakers, the photographers, and the storytellers with battlefield brilliance, brilliant colors, and creative, wonderfully brilliant tales since 2005. Make sure your next adventure includes E.g. Arabs gives inflation a whole new meaning. Designed and manufactured and handcrafted in America by Brett Davis and his team, they have stainless steel hardware, thick welded seams, and will keep everybody in play all day. Get Arabs and stay up. 
Rome was not built in a day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Oh, I miss Josh. <laughs> Ruthless is now now offers fully sublimated team packages, everything you need to look so good on the road to victory. Use this promo code BTB15 to save 15% off your order. Exalt, taking accessories and gear to the next level. Get Exalt for the next level design, products, and materials. Whether you're a beginner or upgrading or a pro breaking out, get Exalt, which is available worldwide. DLX. i got to get in there before Gavin gets the next one. DLX Technologies, creators of the TM40 marker and accessories used by some of the best. Light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. Ride 519. Whether you're riding on the pavement, pathway, sand, or gravel, you can blaze your own trail with a one wheel. And before you ride off into the sunset or sunrise, use promo code BTB10 for 10% off your purchase at 519.com. Is everything bigger in Texas? It is at Tank's Big Man Adventure Park, Houston's one stop for all ages action. Tank's hits its targets every time with Jelly Ball, low impact, Regular paintball, airsoft, and axe throwing. Book your next adventure with the big man. Hashtag get tanks. Why do you read it like that? <laughs> because I like to. That's my big man adventure so, voice. Thank you Where to I might all have of our collard greens. We're gonna lose tanks. We're yeah. not gonna lose tanks. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys for staying with us today, and uh, thank you for downloading our podcast. We've got a. Should we keep? Should we keep going on these? I've got enough that I, I would maybe wait till next week. Do you have more or you're done? Joe, do you have any more? Um, I have, yes. <laughs> Why uh, don't you share them with us? <laughs> well, yeah. I'm working on it. Jason Downs. Here we go. Jason Downs. Bud Orr is working on a new auto cocker to be released at Extravaganza 2024. Extravaganza. Period. Smart Parts applied for the copyright for Dick Chicken and wants a dollar per every active listener of Behind the Bunker every time Ditch Chicken is said. There you go. <laughs> so look at that. Dylan says uh, refs play favors, especially to regulars. I, I think regulars get treated differently for sure, but for I don't sure think favors. No, but I mean, as far as like familiarity, but I don't, I, I don't think there's any favors going on. No, I don't know I, how I, you I, can, I, you know, as a ref, uh, when I, when I refed, uh, even recreationally, I would leverage some of the people I knew in terms of regulars to help, um, not manage the game, but you know, you can, hey, can you take these people to the starting area? Yeah. But in terms of favoritism, that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, Archie Emmons has a very controversial one, and this, uh, this will be our second last one of the night because this may take some time. Kraut juice is more hydrating than pickle juice. I wonder. Whoa. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's controversial, but I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Well, what has a higher sodium content? We need to bring Josh here. We need the kraut expert. And if we're going to do that, uh, if we're going to combine a label, if we're going to combine sauerkraut and pickle juice, we also need to throw in olives. So I don't know if I drink olive juice, but you can I would, olive. absolutely. Olive juice goes in more beverages at a bar than anything else. I'm going to say, I had olives in my charcuterie board that you poo-pooed, so I enjoy good olive on a hot oh. day. Yeah, but you don't wrap so olives in dashboard cheese. <laughs> dashboard cheese? That's where you kept your cheese. No, I had a cooler, you jackass. <laughs> Sorry, Todd, the cooler was full. I had to put the cheese on the dashboard. But we ran the air conditioner. Yeah, all the way down. <laughs> 
You guys. I'm telling you, Josh. I'm, I'm not Josh. Todd is not getting any charcuterie in the future. I promise you that. Field charcuterie. Next Field, to my no. ditch chicken. I'm disappointed. And pity sticks. And pity sticks. I'm disappointed in charcuterie. I was talking to my doctor about my diet in general. And I said, yeah, every once in a while, I'd like to make a little charcuterie at night and have a little, like, have, have, a, have a little, whatever, little treat. And she goes, well, that'll do it. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, well, Your that's not good. For, yeah. <laughs> she goes, that's not good. So I have to cut out the charcuterie. Salted um, meats. Oh, I do. What like do doctors know? Well, what? Okay. So a little bit of salted meats, a little bit of cubes of feta, a little bit of jalapeno Havarti, some triscuits, some whatever. Oh, How hot? That sounds good. It sounds great. Um, Thomas Bork gets the last one tonight. He says, uh, rental players and speedball players are, this is the first time I've ever heard those two combined. Rental players and speedball players are worth more to a field and spend more on a given day than limited paint players. What type of player is really quote unquote growing the sport? Good comment. I like that. I like that. To answer that question, it is absolutely the rental player. It is the birthday, the uh, the corporate outings. It is the rental player, but also the speedball guy. You're not going to have a rental group at the counter complaining. No, and, okay, no, no, but we're talking growing the to. sport. We're talking growing the sport. Yeah. So when you look at what the NXL is doing, putting public or paintball in front of the public, I think that's that's helping growing the sport. I, I agree. They're legitimizing it. They're giving it a, a professional face. But for a weekend at a at a field, when you got guys uh, vaping and weeping sores and, uh, and walking around yeah, shirtless, like and bleeding, welts. I don't think that does anything for the sport. Um, keep reading. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, Josh Lubisabrikus. I just looked at the the live Twitch and. Uh, <laughs> he used a word that I can't repeat, and I'm surprised our word filters didn't cut how it do out. You fi- how do you find Twitch? Do you need to sign into Twitch? No. If you go to twitch.tv and then do a goog for uh, Behind the Bunker Show. He just sent a message to the group. Log into Twitch so I could chat with you jerk asses. No! <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk to us? You'd be on the yeah, show, jackass. You're sitting across from me, kicking me. Kay. You know what? I, I guarantee that crowd is poison. That's why I, he's not there. Right? <laughs> Open it up. It's like mustard gas. He's probably like, yeah, it would have had time to get an effect right now. So he tuned in just to see us dead. <laughs> so, Josh, if you're in the live chat, I want you to help answer this. Kraut or pickle juice or olive juice, what is the best for hydrating? Yeah. So um, behind the bunker show. And I don't know I don't it know shows if hi- it's live. And I don't know yeah. if hydration is the best way to describe that because you're not hydrating. What you're doing is just you're returning like sodium to your system and that's been flush out the electrolytes. You're so. main, replenishing. Re- maintain no, you're uh, absorbing uh, is that why you have sodium? Because you it helps absorb the water. Or retains the water. Retains right? water, yeah. yeah, I guess. I guess yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we normally go into an after show. Do we need to go? I, we don't need to say goodbye because we're not even on Facebook right now. We're not right on anything now. right now. We're on Twitch. We're just on Twitch. Oh, mentioned. With Josh Zuby Zubricus. Nice. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go back and reread why the... Uh, <laughs> why he had why he had lipped off there. <laughs> Can Probably you make fun of his crowd? Do you no, have it? I don't have Twitch up. Okay, that's fine. I had Twitch up. There's Gavin. It's pretty clear. Isn't it, though? I, I swear, it looks like it's... Josh, you could you watch the show. You, you you can see it on Twitch. Does the feed look better on Twitch than it does on Facebook or YouTube? I swear it does. And maybe my glasses I cleaned them today, but I don't know. Um, all right, 
that I, I think next week I want to ask a topic about refs because that seems to be a big sore spot. Sorry, um, yeah. and Josh did comment that the crowd is not poison, but he drank all the juice out of it already. <laughs> you can see how there's not much juice. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Uh, it better not be dusty crowd. <laughs> oh, I hate a dry crowd. <laughs> We're like crowd connoisseurs. Yeah. The only I don't have a think. I don't think I own a Twitch account. I guess I don't. I don't. Account. Think, you don't need to have a Twitch account to make a comment. You can watch. Oh, to it, make a comment. Yeah, because I tried okay. to say I'm here now, and then it asked me to do all kinds of stuff. Your ticket to meme land. And might all. have to put your credit card in. I'm not gonna do that. I'll have to make a Twitch account. Where do you swipe? Yeah. Hmm. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, first of all, I want to apologize on behalf of uh, our internet provider, who is uh, obviously crap this evening. Um, we would have been on Facebook and YouTube and everywhere else, but unfortunately, Oops. yeah, thanks to Rogers. Um, I, d- I, was telling, um, I was telling the guys before the show that I was started watching FUBAR, don't it's say too okay. much because I do want to watch it's it. It's okay. okay. I, I'm only 45 minutes into the first episode. Okay. So. Oh, it's a show, not a movie? That's it's a right. Show. You got to watch more. Oh, God. And that's okay. So, my prediction, and this is only me being negative, is that the first episode sets the premise. You know, it's, it's the, uh, you know, it's the origin story, and then it just, then it becomes. All right, I'll how many? World. So I thought it was a movie. I was excited about watching yeah. it. Okay. So there's another movie that's out right now at the movie theater called the. Uh, it's Burt Kreischer. What's it called? The Russian or the Mafia? Or uh, the Machine. The whatever, Machine. Yeah. I've heard his Machine story. It's yeah. very clever. It's fun. But they've turned it into a movie. Uh, I wonder if any of you guys have seen it yet. If it's, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm at a loss. I did watch a preview of. Better Call Saul. Who is that? Odenkirk. Odenkirk has a new show, and I watched his the pilot of it. Okay. And it was good, but now I have to pay for it. I'm just trying to think of the name of it now. Anyways, if any of you guys know, is that one worth it or not? And I keep hearing about Barry, the show Barry, but I don't know where to watch it, and I don't think I have that service. Um, it's supposed to be really good. It has uh, Henry Winkler in it, and... Uh, Oh, I can't remember. I'm gonna have to start making a list. I, I can't stay awake long enough, uh, but I, I do have my sleep study in July, so hopefully they address something and I can stay up all night watching a show. So a sleep study? I have another sleep study coming up. Now you guys have a CPAP, right? Mine doesn't work. That's why. Okay. I so I heard of a new technology that I didn't know that was aware, but they put something over your heart, um, and then they also have a sensor in your mouth. So what happens is if you stop breathing, if the sensor senses you stop breathing, it activates your tongue and pushes it out so that it, you're forced to open your mouth and breathe. But these things don't happen until you've been asleep for a little while. Sure. Um, but you turn it on when you go to bed and it activates in like a half hour after you've fallen asleep. Um, apparently it's the bee's knees because you don't have to have it. I would like to find something, hopefully. I mean, because this is still like iron lung type for polio uh, devices really although you know it's all it's all computerized now but you know to continue to sleep with a mask it's a little ridiculous in 2023 yeah, uh, yeah. i'm not i'm not eligible for any surgery because clearly mine's not weight related i have a cocktail straw for throat and so when uh when i, when I start hitting those cycles everything just the atrophy everything just closes like up like a swizzle or, stick yeah <laughs> so um like a garden hose when you just sort of knot it 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so what is apnea? Like, what is that? Okay, is it just that you guys stop breathing or is it you have a hard time breathing? Because, like, com- I snore periodically. So with, with obstructive sleep apnea, some people will actually just hold their breath and stop breathing. Yeah. Um, and most people, why it's obstructive is the airways, uh, basically your your throat collapses as the muscles relax. And, and if, if you're a larger person as well, uh, the fat goes around that. So cut cuts off any air coming in and out. Okay. And what happens then is your body then panics. And so it chokes to breathe and then it causes stress on the heart because obviously your, your brain and your body requires oxygen and thinks you're being suffocated or strangled so it takes into fight or flight mode interesting yeah so okay. in addition in addition to you know having the anoxia not breathing and, and feeding your organs it causes your body to panic uh, and put a stress response on the body okay so it has nothing to do with like like if I lay on my back I snore but on my side which I prefer to sleep on anyways I don't. I just sometimes roll on my back somehow, some way. But if that's if I'm like super overtired and yeah. I just crash. Yep. But I wake up every morning feeling refreshed, so I'm fine. And I don't hear myself snore, so it's fine. Most people don't. It's their partners who uh, will alert uh, anybody to a, to an issue like that. But yeah. if I if I fall asleep, I, I will wake myself up snoring. So that's sleep apnea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll wake myself up. Uh, yeah, because you're awake, and so you may not be aware of it because of just how quickly you go into. Obviously, your Apple Watch is going to let you know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just a. Wow. It, it is far more common and frequent than than people uh, can imagine and realize. Uh, but it's not just you know the lack of sleep and sort of the, that that fog. It really puts a lot of stress on on your, your heart, heart and, and all. Yeah. yeah. All, entire- so George Hay in the live chat says. In in his sleep study, he stopped breathing eighty times in an hour. Yeah, I was. 50, I was thirty I was, something. At I was fifty nine. This shows about an hour. That that wow, eighty I, times. I stopped fifty nine times. So mine was considered severe. And it's like again, it's just not just wow. lack of sleep. Again, it is the stress in all the organs uh, that that happens when you when you put your your body into that fight, flight, or, fri- or freeze mode. Yeah, yeah. And we have to. We also have to thank George Hay, who, when we go to the states and we distilled meet up water, with George, yeah. he he provides us with distilled water for our sleep apnea machine. So he he wow. is a consumer of them himself. Josh Zubizabrikis says he stopped 114 times an hour, and I can attest to that because I know how much hydro was being drawn from the hotel that we stayed at. There was a lot of brownouts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Motel 6 had a sign that says Motel 6, but they had to turn it off just to reroute power to our wing. I wonder, much like like air, airlines kind of have to, if you're on a half-empty airline, they say that you need to stay in your seats because they balanced out the weight. I so wonder if say. hotels have to balance out the electricity and where they put people with CPAPs. Well, they but, don't know. We don't ever tell them. Yeah, that's true. But they should ask. What if it's like a... a, a, a a motel, like one of those drive-in places, and it was built in the back in the seventies or eighties, and they had old wiring. Maybe they didn't have enough amperage. <laughs> we blow fuses. <laughs> oh, mind you, they don't have lady finger beds anymore. That's too bad. But <laughs> so they would have the amperage, wouldn't they? But uh, there's times where I'd travel with a like a power bar, like extension cable, too, just in case, because you have no idea where the outlets are, and yeah, yeah. is it going to reach the bed? Remember traveling to Paintball Extravaganza? We'd all come to the house, and I'd say, okay. Here's all the equipment. Let's just divide it up into our suitcases. And like Joe would grab the mixer and I, Matt would grab a couple of the cameras and I'd have a bag of just cables and wires yeah. and stuff. Now we still have to take a lot of stuff, but it's half of that. Yep, you that's know, true. but uh, uh, Josh says uh, I run my CPAP on a deep cycle battery for four days 
and that better better never stops below 50 battery never stops below 50 cent 50 percent uh most cpaps use 120 watts or less uh says george hay what about with the exchange rate yeah that's true oh well all right ladies and gentlemen we're now you've joined us to for obstructive <laughs> sleep apnea talk <laughs> yeah Hey, yeah. you know what? If it if, mm-hmm. if somebody has trouble sleeping and they're maybe they wake up in the middle of the night, if this prompts them to go to the doctor and say, "Hey, I've got you know I have trouble sleeping," and you get a sleep test and you get a CPAP machine and you get a better night's sleep and it saves you from you know dying Premature in the middle death, of the night, yeah. then you know good good on us for. So if you're waking you up know, with like a dry like a super dry throat or sore throat, stuff like that, you know, talk to your doctor or if your partner says, "Hey." jackass you're keeping me up or yeah. uh you know like you've stopped breathing then please speak to your doctor talk to your doctor so if you yeah. know, we can save and keep paint help you know keep paintball alive no pun intended actually you was. don't you don't even need if you have an apple phone you don't need a watch or anything you can still track your sleep the, there's apple apps that track well, your sleep I, by auditory right so you can it listen so you don't have to like i have the sleep watch app which works really well yeah and then like my wife has this aura ring that she uses to track her sleep and it's um it gives her you know her her break so she, when she wakes up in the morning she can see how refreshed she was how many times she hit rem sleep all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff i don't think it does anything to do with like your breathing well i guess because it shows her heart rate and stuff but if you're if you're at all wondering or concerned or think about it you know definitely definitely worth doing um june is cpap month uh, <laughs> I remember November. You were you were always doing the November, check, yeah, yeah. Check well, your nuts. Yes, in, in addition to pride, it's uh, are you choking while you're sleeping? <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. Gavin likes choking before he sleeps. Ah, that's enough. Hey, Time hey, to go. hey! <laughs> what happens on a Friday night is none of your business, my friend. Yeah. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, we should head out. Um, thank you guys for putting up with our lack of internet. Hopefully you enjoyed your holiday weekend and you are listening to us in Rewind as a podcast. We are going to sort this stuff out, even if I have to bring in Bell or another service provider for next week, because this is getting nuts. It's getting old. Don't forget to tag at Rogers and then at behind the bunker and send Rogers they're having problems with your streaming it's garbage yeah George Hay says uh, it's just breathe just breathe just breathe June <laughs> JBJ JBJ thank you George Hay there we go alright guys thank you guys for listening at home thanks Joe for being on the program thank you very much see everybody next week until then pew pew Gavin check your nuts always be uh, great to be here folks checking my nuts and checking my throat <laughs> oh Jesus alright guys see you later